This is Vincent, and you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie, too. Their uninformed true believers claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our mission is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. Remember Baghdad Bob from the Iraq War? The funny guy who reported made-up stories that everyone thought were so funny. You remember him. Everyone thought that he should have gone to work for CNN after the war ended, but he didn't. He would have made a great career at CNN or CBS or any of the mainstream media news outlets. He could have learned a lot about lying from people in the American media. He would have been a great addition to the cast of 60 Minutes. Or maybe he could have worked at ABC News. George Stephanopoulos could have been his role model. It's hard to say whether or not he invented fake news or if he just copied the people in our mainstream media. At any rate, it's being reported that he died on March 5th of this year. Now, I'm skeptical about that report. There's an Egyptian politician who's known as the Egyptian Baghdad Bob, and I think that he could have been the person who actually died. But the reports are saying that it was the Baghdad Bob that we all knew and loved, so we'll have to go with that. Baghdad Bob disappeared after the Iraq War. He did give one interview to a news channel in Dubai, and reports said that at the time they paid him $200,000. In that interview, He said that he had been captured by American troops and that he had been interviewed and then released. Then you heard nothing until the reports about his death a few weeks ago. Some people say that he's been living in the United Arab Emirates since the war. If the reports of his death are true, it makes you wonder why he didn't cash in on his fame from the Iraq war. He could have made millions, but he just walked away. He could have hosted Saturday Night Live. He could have been in movies and written books, but he just disappeared. I wonder if maybe he was just killed. You never heard about his wife or any children, or even if he had a wife and kids. If he did, I would think that one of them would have written a book by now. But nothing. We haven't heard anything about him. The most likely reason for his disappearance is that he was a very proud man and a devout Muslim. And maybe he was embarrassed by all of the ridicule, and he wanted to just disappear, so he did. Too bad some of the people in the American media would be so embarrassed that they'd want to disappear. I can think of a lot of them who should disappear, but our media people can't be embarrassed because they have no shame. Baghdad Bob had some great quotes, though, didn't he? And some of them are still funny to this day. I remember when he said, there are no American infidels in Baghdad. Never. And they were there. And then he said, my feelings as usual is that we will slaughter them all. Or how about our initial assessment is that they will all die. We have them surrounded in their tanks, he said. And then yesterday we slaughtered them and today we will continue to slaughter them. By God, he said, I think this is rather unlikely. This is merely a prattle. The fact is that as soon as they reach the Baghdad gates, we will besiege them and slaughter them. Later, he said, 
It has been rumored that we fired Scud missiles into Kuwait. I'm here now to tell you we do not have any Scud missiles, and I don't know why they were fired into Kuwait. Then he said this one about the Western media. Just look carefully. I only want you to look carefully. Do not repeat the lies of liars. Well, he had to get at least one thing right. Baghdad Bob is remembered as one of the biggest liars in history, but a lot of his lies were funny. Too bad that the lies our media tell us aren't as funny. I wonder if Jen Psaki knows anything about Baghdad Bob. You know Jen. She's the press secretary for Joe Biden. And between the two of them, they've told some pretty big whoppers already. The funny thing is, though, the mainstream media isn't calling them out on any of their lies. You have to wonder why they aren't saying anything. When Donald Trump was in office, all they ever talked about was that he was a liar and that he exaggerated everything. Not too long ago, CNN wrote a story on their website listing the biggest lies that Donald Trump ever told, in their opinion. The worst one, they said, was that when he said that he won the 2020 election. That's it? That's his biggest lie? Does that mean that Hillary Clinton was a liar when she said the Russians won the election for Donald Trump? That he colluded with the Russians? Was the entire mainstream media and everyone in the Democrat Party lying too? Was that a big lie? According to the Mueller investigation, it was. CNN says that President Trump lied about the COVID-19 virus, that he said it wasn't serious. They say that this lie led to the deaths of many Americans. They don't say how. Maybe he was listening to the experts, experts like Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci has said a lot of things that have not turned out to be true, but nobody in the mainstream media ever calls him a liar or says that when he told people to not wear masks that people died because of it. Why not? What Donald Trump said about the virus didn't cause anyone to die. What CNN and the rest of the mainstream media keep saying is that he could have handled things differently in the beginning, and he would have shut down the country sooner, and that that would have made us safe. Now that, of course, is a lie, and everyone who knows anything about the virus knows it's a lie. They keep saying that European countries responded better than America. Now that's another lie. They did not respond better than America. They never had enough masks or ventilators or PPEs either, and they didn't have enough hospital beds. Some European countries, countries like Italy, are still having a difficult time fighting the virus. What CNN doesn't point out is that there would be no vaccine without Donald Trump. They don't want to talk about that, but they want you to know that he lied about the virus. They're lying about the vaccine by omission. CNN is also outraged about his remarks about Hurricane Dorian. He said it would hit Alabama, but the National Weather Service said it wouldn't, and it didn't. CNN is also very upset that he attacked Minnesota Congresswoman Ilhan Omar on more than one occasion, and they said he lied about some of her positions. Now, Ilhan Omar clearly hates America, and that's no lie, and she makes no secret about it. She hates our system of government and makes no secret about it either. CNN likes Ilhan Omar, 
and they defend her. Is that because they share her opinions? CNN says that Trump lied when he said that the leader of the Boy Scouts called a speech that he gave to the Scouts the greatest ever made to them. CNN also says Trump lied about his immigration policy. He lied about separating children from their parents. They think that this was a terrible lie. It's one of the most terrible lies in history. But Jen Psaki has been lying about Joe Biden's open border policy for weeks, and nobody says a thing. Baghdad Bob would be proud of Jen Psaki. She's a good liar. No, make that a great liar. Jen says there's no crisis at the border. Joe Biden doesn't say there is or there isn't a crisis on the border either, but that's because he doesn't talk to the press. And the fact that FEMA has been sent to the border tells us that this is a crisis. At least some members of the press are actually asking questions now, but they still aren't asking any real tough ones. Only Peter Ducey of Fox News asks about letting illegal immigrants cross the border with COVID-19. He's the only one who points out that infected illegals are put on buses, free to spread the virus to Americans and kill them. You'd think that this is a big deal, spreading a virus that can kill American citizens? But apparently, it isn't important enough for the mainstream media to report about it. So they let Joe Biden lie and Jen Psaki lie, and they lie to cover it all up. But we're supposed to be outraged by the inconsequential lies told by Donald Trump. But lies that actually do kill Americans are ignored. We should be outraged that Donald Trump said his speech to the Boy Scouts was the greatest speech in history. But when Joe Biden says that he's a moderate, when in fact he's a radical socialist, that's just Joe being Joe. He's a compassionate socialist. He's ruining the lives of people, maybe killing them, but he cares about them. He's compassionate. Donald Trump could learn a lot about lying from Joe Biden. The lie of compassion. That's the lie that we've heard from Democrats and the radical left media for years. Democrats care. Everything they do comes from trying to help people. So when they destroy the lives of people, it must be excused because they care. They ruin the lives of people in all the cities they control, but it's okay because they care. When they lie, it's for our own good. How about this lie from Joe Biden, the one that he's a unifier? Joe Biden is a divider, just like his old boss, Barack Obama. What am I saying? A lot of people say that Barack is still Joe's boss and that he's pulling the strings on puppet Joe from behind the curtain. Joe Biden is not a unifier by any stretch of the imagination. And it's very possible that Obama is running the show. Because when you see and hear Joe Biden, he sure sounds a lot like his old boss. Joe Biden lied about his plan for fighting the COVID-19 virus. It has to be clear by now that when he talked during the campaign about having a plan, that he was lying. He had no plan. His only plan was to follow Donald Trump's plan, and he's doing just that. Then he lied about having no vaccine. And then he lies by taking credit for the vaccine. But hey, Trump lied about Stormy Daniels, so he's the worst president in history. 
And when Joe Biden calls all white people racist and says that they're all white supremacists, this isn't a lie. This is a monstrous lie, a lie that fuels hate and division and violence. But we can't even mention it because it goes against the narrative. We must all admit to something that isn't true. Why? This is insane. But this is what we're hearing every day from this administration. Joe Biden lied about the Russian collusion hoax. He's lied about his son, Hunter. He lies about things that are truly consequential, like the Iran nuclear deal and about climate change. He lied about his gigantic COVID relief boondoggle. Only 9% of the nearly $2 trillion will go to fight the virus. The rest of the money will be spent on things that have nothing to do with COVID. $86 billion will go to bail out failing union pension funds. Do you think corruption had anything to do with the fact that these unions needed that money? Do you think that now they'll start managing those funds properly? And billions of dollars will be sent to blue states to bail out their pension funds too, because they've been mismanaged for years. Do you think these states will clean up their pension plans now and make them honest? Not a chance. Nearly all of the money being spent is to cover up for the criminal mismanagement of states run by Democrats. But Joe Biden isn't lying when he says the money needs to be spent because of the virus. An historian Politico says that Joe Biden has been mostly gaff-free in his first days in office. What the hell are they watching? They're lying to cover up for him and his administration. They're lying because as time goes by and as he avoids holding press conferences, people are beginning to realize that he can't hold a press conference. He can't hold one because then people will see just how weak and how senile he's actually become. When Donald Trump spoke to the media, and he did it a lot, and he answered every question, the media was outraged because there were no daily briefings. Now we have daily briefings and no Joe Biden. And the daily briefings, they tell us nothing. When Donald Trump spoke to the media, every reporter wanted to try to be the one person to ask the question, the question that would trip him up and make him admit that he was a Russian spy. Then they'd go down in history as the person who brought down his presidency. And they could write books and give interviews and be famous and be a hero. Now, the mainstream media asks politely why Joe Biden hasn't given a real press conference yet. They aren't demanding that he talk to them, though. They aren't outraged, and they should be. I wonder if they really want him to give a press conference. I wonder if they're afraid that they'll have to ask tough questions. I wonder if they're afraid that they'll be the one to ask the question that brings him down, the question that he answers in such a way that it leaves no other choice but to use the 25th Amendment to remove him from office. The person who asks that question won't be writing books or giving interviews. They'll be disgraced forever. But secretly, fellow members of the press will be happy because Kamala Harris will be president but it'll be hard for them to even attend that press conference. They can only hope and pray that it's Peter Ducey of Fox News who asked that question. He's already hated by members of the mainstream media, so he has nothing to lose. Fox might even give him a pay raise. So 
If it's true that Baghdad Bob is dead, and in a way I hope he isn't, but if he is dead, we can all take comfort in knowing that his spirit lives on in Joe Biden and Jen Psaki and the Democrats and the mainstream media. They're happily carrying his torch, making him look like a truth-teller compared to them. I don't know if we should laugh or cry or both.